Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Revolution One Del Radio, a syndicate of the Diamond Light and Pearl Ministries. This is Mickey Aristar. There goes my long uh, Mickey Aristar, your local commentator and influencer, um, your local high priest, rabbi, minister, meha. Yeah, a lot of titles. Yeah. I don't look at that, I just look at commentator. So today we're talking about a lesson that we're doing, dealing with worship. Um, let me do the name. We did the first part of it anyhow. Um, celebrating God as part of Praise with Music series. One, uh, episode three, episode 15. Oh, actually, 14, I think. I don't know. I don't keep up with the episodes. So no, the, where we're at now, we did the beginning of our outline. So now we're in Unit 1, Part 1. And we have the, the Section A says, Yahoo is preeminence. The words mean power over things. Um, let me go over here and do this. I do live in a home setting. I have my private office right now being tore down mess um who among gods is like you adonai or lord who is like you your majestic majestic is like you majestic in holiness awesome in glory and working wonders so we're talking about where they were exiting out of egypt says so these two rhetorical questions point to the uniqueness of god or yahuwah the Egyptians had hundreds of gods and goddesses, though some of the plagues may have been considered attacks on specific gods, like darkness explicitly, challenging the sun god Ra. And this is seen in Exodus 10, 21 through 23. It says, Then Adonai said to Moshe, Lift up your hands towards the heavens, and the land of the Egyptians will be covered with darkness so you can feel it. So Moshe lifted his hands to the sky in a certain fashion, and a deep darkness covered the entire land of Egypt for three days. During all that time, the people could not see each other, and no one moved. But there was light, as usual, where the people of Israel lived. Okay, so we're, we're seeing the preeminence of the king of heaven, um, which is interesting to denote that we would see the preeminence being shown in such a fashion. So let's go on and see what the next part says. We know for sure that the plagues were a judgment on all the Egyptian gods. And we see this in Exodus 12, 12 and Numbers 33, 4. Again, so Exodus 12, 12. On that night, I will pass through the land of Egypt and strike down every firstborn son and firstborn male animal in the land of Egypt. I will execute judgment against all the gods of Egypt, for I am Adonai, Zizi, I am. And in Numbers 33, 4, it says, Meanwhile, the Egyptians were burying all their firstborn sons whom Adonai had killed that night before. Adonai had defeated the gods of Egypt, 
that not that night with great acts of judgment so we're seeing here he used justice as a tool so-called gods that were conceived in the human imagination and created by a human hand were no match for Adonai or the Lord. The second question builds on the first, focusing on Adonai's great attributes that set him apart from other gods, emphasizing on Yahuwah or God's holiness, begins in the book of Exodus 3.5 and continues through Revelations, examples, Revelations 15.4. So here's Exodus 3.5, do not come any closer to Adonai warns, take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. So he's a holy God. And remember, this is before, per se, before Yeshua. Now we're going to read after Yeshua. This is Revelation 15:4. Who will not fear you, Adonai, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you. For your righteousness, righteous deeds have been revealed, meaning prophecy being revealed. Um, it goes on, in, in a way, to call Yahuwah holy is to call himself unique. He is totally unlike any other false deity that has ever or could ever be imagined to exist. He's not a false deity. Because Adonai is holy, he is also commands his people to be holy. This is in Leviticus 11, 44 and 45, compared to 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16. And we've got some other ones here. There it goes again. Um, but we're going to look at Leviticus first. So Leviticus 11, 44 and 45, it says, For I am Adonai, your Yahuwah. You must consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I am holy. So do not defile yourselves with any of these small animals that scurry among the ground. For I, Adonai, am the one who brought you up out of the land of Egypt, that I might be your Yahuwah. Therefore, you must be holy because I am holy. In capital letters. In First Peter, we see the same example, 15 and 16. But now you must be holy in everything you do, just as Yahuwah, who chose you is, you is holy. For the scriptures say you must be holy because I am holy. And then we've got Leviticus 19. This is an additional 2. And then Leviticus 20 and 7. So we'll look at 19 too. Give the following instructions to the entire community of Israel. You must be holy because I, and I, your Yahuwah, am holy. So we're seeing the same scripture in First Peter as we're seeing here. And then it goes on, 20 and 7. So set yourselves apart to be holy, for I am Adonai, your Yahuwah. Only by being unique is in ways similar to Yahuwah's character can his people be blessed, to be a blessing to the nations. And this is in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. And here we go, Genesis 12, 1 through 3. It says, And Adonai said to Abram, Leave your na native country, your family, and your father's, your relatives and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. Okay, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be be a blessing to others. Mm -hmm. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. 
all the families on the earth will be blessed through you. And that's in Genesis 12. And then we go later to Genesis 11, 26 and 33. After Haran was 70 years old, he became the father of Abram, Noar, and Haran. Haran lived for about 205 years and died while still in Haran. The final phrases of, the final phrase, phrases of this verse declare that Adonai is to be held in reference for his praise for the deed and for the wonders that he had done. So we're seeing along with that he built nations, temperance and tongues. And that is this section. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do a news article here and then give a reading on that news article. Now, we had a news article on, let's see, I believe, that was recent. There it goes. Conservative briefing, top Dem shred Pelosi. Civil war rage has been mentioned. So let's see what's going on with Pelosi before I read what I got on Biden. Okay, centrist Democrats rail against far left faction of the party after Pelosi delays infrastructure vote. Give it a few minutes. And this is today, this is recently. Takes a little bit of time. And here's what we got. Um, this blocks me. Turn off the air conditioner. So we are talking about Pelosi today. I read the section on praising God. And now we're going to see what the fools have to do. A moderate Democrat House lawmaker rid his party's far-left faction after the forced speaker Nancy Pelosi to make changes to the infrastructure bill that delayed a vote on Measure Friday. Rep Representative Joseph Gothner of New Jersey led a moderate group of Democrats noted in a statement it was deeply regrettable that Pelosi broke her pledge to hold a vote on legislation after claiming that a small far-left faction in the White House blocked it. Glossmer, who has issue with the progressive wing of the Democratic Party in the past, has also butted heads with them over two massive spending bills. Democrats hope to pass as part of President Joe Biden's economic agenda. Now, in this economic agenda, hidden is a lot of bullcrap, but the main thing hidden that nobody knows about that I've read is a mandate for the vaccine. It says, Gothner urged Democrats to pass the bipartisan infrastructure deal right away and then proceed to focus on a $3.5 trillion reconciliation separately. But Congress Progressives Caucus Chair, I can't pronounce it, Jay, Jay Holapal Parala, a Democrat from Washington State, is pushing for two to be linked. They want them together. Ultimately, the infrastructure vote has been delayed. Jay Paul 
blamed conservative Democrats, saying they were in the way of the president's agenda. Hours later, hours later, Gothman put out a statement slamming the this far left faction, accuses them of putting civil civility and bipartisan government at risk. His full statement, in which he also took a pop shot at Pelosi, reads, it's deeply, deeply regrettable that Speaker Nancy Pelosi breached her firm public commitment to members of Congress and the American people to hold a vote and to pass the once-in-a-century bipartisan infrastructure bill on or before September the 27th. Specifically, the Speaker said, I am committed to passing the bipartisan infrastructure bill by September the 27th. I do so with a commitment to rally House Democrats' support for its passage. The agreement was sealed with the vote of every Democrat in the House on August the 24th, but put, but to put the commitment in writing, along with a group of members, I have been working around the clock to pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Legislation we helped crack back in April with my Senate colleagues, but a small far left faction of the White House or, or of the House of Representatives undermined the agreement and blocked the critical vote on presidents, the president's historical bipartisan infrastructure bill. The bipartisan infrastructure bill will make general, general investments in roads, bridges, tunnels, and public transit. Finally, building a gateway tunnel, expanding broadband access, and protecting communities from lead, water, improving improving climate, improving climate, Improving climate resiliency, building electric vehicle, vehicle infrastructure, and helping create 2 million jobs every year for a decade. 2 million jobs out of 328 million people, that's a drop in the bucket. You've got nearly three quarters of... Three quarters of the of people are out right now because of COVID. We cannot let this small faction on the far left who employ freedom caucus tactics as described by the new york times today destroy the president's agenda and stop the creation of two million jobs a year two million jobs a year versus 320 million people out of work including this million of hard-working men and women of labor we are electing to achieve responsible common sense solutions for the american people not to obstruct from the far wing. The far left faction is willing to put the president's entire agenda, including this historical bipartisan infrastructure package, at risk. They put civil liberties and bipartisan government at risk. I will not stop fighting for the people I represent, and I will not stop fighting to get the historical bipartisan infrastructure bill across the finish line to support the communities, families, and workers of New Jersey. Okay, yeah. 
The delay comes amid the visit of the Capitol here by Biden on Friday, during which he attempted to conceive reluctant moderate Democrats in the Senate, namely Joe Minchin of West Virginia and Christine Sheena of Arizona, to sign on his bill, Block Back Better Legislation, the larger of the two spending bills. But Minchin had said repeatedly, saying he reiterated his position against on Thursday that he can't support this $3.5 trillion bill proposed to in proposing instead of part of a $1.5 trillion. Most other Democrats have rejected that, including the far-left squad of progressives who have insisted that the bill must pass before the $1.5 trillion infrastructure package. And there we go. That is what's going on right now. You've got bipartisanships not working. They're fighting. And the American people are suffering. And Biden's got his nose in the upring. So, Bible bite. Then Adonai said to Moshe, lift your hands towards the heavens, and the lands of Egypt will be covered with darkness, so you can feel it. My followers, do you feel the darkness today? There's one way. It's Yeshua. He's our Savior. Um, and I support it readily. He writes it on our hearts and minds that we are to love him with all our heart, mind, and soul. And we are to honor our father and mother. We are to love our neighbors as ourselves, and we're to love the heavenly Abba as he loves us. This is my favorite verse in the Bible, and I think it says it all in the days and times we are in. Abba, Yeshua, Yahuwah comes for us and takes us home. He is one. This could repeat itself if we do not get a certain government to back down from its thinking on vaccine mandates on all United States in the United States of America. I refuse to take the vaccine that is not healthy or hurts others in any way. This is not constitutional and unethical. What Biden is doing to women, and that includes Pelosi, men and children, I am a feminist and disagree with this. I ask other women to text me if they feel the same way. I look at this as being like Germany in the early 30s in World War II. So that's my stance and how I feel. I read my stance. I'm not going to read it again. And so there you go. That is an e- Christ centered. And the Holy Spirit will weave everyone to get the pirate state here to. Accused of seven felonies. So what they did, they, they brought. Um, sorry there. Uh, that was some other recordings for later. I don't support it. I'm not going to support it. And I'm done. Um, we'll end it here. And I'm going to say pray for Israel, pray for Jerusalem, pray for our nation. And that will say pray for our current administration. Have a wonderful evening. And I love you guys. And bye.
Sometimes in the.